What's the deal? It's your boy Chris Childs, aka Young Light Skin Hokage, business mogul, entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned into the candy shop. Yeah, dig. Everybody, it's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's with two S's Talk About It underscore. So, without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. One of the reasons why, and one of the main reasons why I'm quitting Coke besides the pay. Is how I get treated by these managers. I'm not talking about the managers and higher-ups at Coca-Cola. What I can say is that the managers and the head honchos in charge of Coke outside of Union, at least the ones that I have to deal with, they're pretty chill. The person who hired me, very chill. Very businessman ish well very i didn't mean to say ish but you know what i mean responsible takes care of his responsibilities gave me more than one chance even when i did screw up you know no fault on no fault no shame towards him he deserves better than what he gets and how he gets treated but you know shout out to him shout out to the lovely staff that actually treat their employees like non-garbage and like human beings. And you know. Shout out to them. May God bless you and the rest of the generations. Of your kinfolk. But what I really really did. And this is. I've been waiting to do this podcast for a minute. I don't know why I didn't do it sooner. But I'm kind of glad I waited. Because, because this in particular is one of the main reasons why I'm quitting. Like I said, besides the pay, this is one of the main reasons why I'm quitting. Now, here's the thing. There's been, now, when you, when you, you know, as a merchandiser, you have to sign in your phone, on your phone, and you have to sign in in the book. There have been plenty of times where I was such in a rush where I either forgot to sign in the book or sign in the phone. It's not a hard job, and I honestly don't know why or how I forgot it. And I've gotten told and warned about it. I even got wrote up about it. You know, it was my fault. I'll admit, it was my fault. Such a simple task, and yet I failed to accomplish it. But like I said, it was my fault. I'm responsible for it, and I take full responsibility for that. So, you know, that was my fault. But here's what I really can't stand. Now, a lot of these managers at these stores, like the Walmarts, the Harder Houses, the uh, Price Cutters, a lot of you managers, and I'm going to say you managers because there's multiple cases of this cowardly act that you guys seem to have. A lot of you corny managers love to lie on on employees. 
You love to lie on employees. Let's start. Let's start with the lies, shall we? There's been a lot of times. Because here's what the man before before I get started, though. Let's get into a little bit of detail of what they do before I give my personal reasons of why I'm not, I'm quitting. These managers have called the people in charge of me at five. They wait. Here's the thing. They wait until 5 a.m. to call somebody and tell them what somebody did wrong days later after what happened. Seriously. And the thing is, they target certain people. See, I know I'm being targeted. I don't know whether it's because of my race. I don't know whether it's because these managers are jealous. I don't know it's because I'm not afraid. You know, I don't know what it is, but I surely am being targeted. And, you know, I don't even me personally, I don't even like bringing up race as a factor. But then again, we are in Good old racist Springfield, Missouri. So a lot of times it does have to do with race, regardless of how much people change and how much society has changed. A lot of you only hired black people because you need more colored people in your uh, workplace and you've gotten in trouble because you haven't had enough minorities and you haven't hired enough minorities in your work establishment. Let's just keep it real now. But anyways, let, let, let's get in a little bit more detail about these managers lying. There's been times, okay, like how I haven't signed in the book, right? These managers will lie and say, oh, well, I don't know if he showed up. Yet you've seen me on camera and you've seen me put everything away. Your employers, your employees seen me put everything away. Your employers, employees and managers seen me come in on time. See me do all of what I had to do. And then seen me there for an air thing. Seen me there for hours at a time. There's been times I've been at stores for at least three, four hours because there was so much stuff that the last person screwed up on. Or didn't do. And y'all see me there. Have the nerve to tell me. Tell tell whoever's in charge of me. At 5 o'clock in the morning. Screaming and yelling. Over exaggerating. That oh well I don't know if they was there. Because he didn't sign the book. He didn't sign the book. Really I just helped your. I just helped your store. That barely makes any money. I just helped your store get money. I helped your paycheck, just to let you know. I helped your paycheck, you little bo- you little boys and girls that are these store managers and that are in charge that are calling and lying, say that I didn't show up. Let me tell you kids something, because I don't take you serious as adults. Let me tell you kids something. Since you want to be childish like a child, I'm going to treat you like one. Let me tell you little little boys and girls something. You're just mad. You hate your job and you just want to you just want to see me suffer. I forgot. Yeah, I forgot to sign in a book. But if you check your cameras. You'll see. Oh, he showed up on time. Oh, he did the job. Oh, he did the job. But no, you don't want to check. The, you only want to check the cameras when it's beneficial to you. 
when it's beneficial to you. Because if you check the cameras, let's just say if they were required to check the cameras to make sure I did my job. Oh, he showed up on time. He did all those pallets. Oh, oh, looks like you're the liar. You're a childish little boy or girl that has a manager's position that is abusing their power because they hate their own lives so much that they want to be frustrated and get other people fired. And here's the thing about these stupid people. These stupid children. See, they get people from Coke, Pepsi, 7-Up, wherever you work at as a merchandiser, they'll get them fired, but then they get mad when they have to have new hires in there who take too long and who don't do the job the way that they want to. But you just got your best merchandiser from such and such, whether it's Coke, Pepsi, whatever, you just got them fired. That's your fault. You caused your store a shortage. You caused your store them problems. Yeah, they forgot to sign in a book, but they did their job. I did my job. It's your fault you have a shortage because you want to be childish. You want to say somebody didn't do something when they did. Check the cameras. You know, sign in the book, people. Remember to sign in the book because that's how they will get you. They want you to. And, 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 and on top of that, besides that, there's been a lot of times where I show up and managers have actually seen me and I fill up everything. I fill up the shelves. I fill up the coolers. I fill up literally everything. And they get mad. because here. And here's another thing. These managers are so stupid. That. They'll be like, oh, well, we don't want anything except our products on the top shelf. There's no and they don't want anything in the back, but they constantly let these people order. They constantly let these people order all this stuff that they don't need, all these extra pallets that they don't need. Then they get mad when there's extra pallets in the back. Then they'll call the managers once again at 5 a.m. and be like, oh, well, they didn't put anything out. They didn't fill this out. They didn't fill that up. Well, obviously, your coolers are going to look empty because people actually buy your products. That's what you wanted, right? But you're now, now you're mad because people are buying your products and your shelves are being emptied fast. That's called getting money. That's called good job. That's called good sales. Having good sales isn't good enough now. All because you don't have enough product to put out in the front because it's selling out so fast. Oh, wait, you do have enough product to put in the front. It's just it's all in the back. Oh, but you want the least amount of uh, items in the back and you don't want them on the top shelves of where the merchandisers can put their stuff easily because you want your products on top of that shelf. And a lot of times you don't even have your products on those shelves. So those shelves on the top shelves, they're empty, but you want your products to be out there, but you don't put your products on top of those empty shelves and you get mad when there's product left over in the back, but you don't want to put that extra product on top of the shelves that the merchandisers put their items at and you want an empty back room with barely any pallets, but there's plenty enough room to put them on top of those shelves, but 
you don't want them to put them on top of the shelves, but yet you don't have enough room in the back to put all those extra pallets. It just does. Does this make any sense? Anybody? It don't. It don't make sense to me. You know, you order all this stuff and you know you order too much and you want to take it out on the merchandisers because they can't put it all the way out. And then when your store does, when people do start cashing out on your stuff, you get mad because, oh, well, those shelves were empty. Those shelves were empty. Well, duh, stupid. Your shelves are empty because people are buying the products. And then they call the boss and they be like, oh, they didn't put any products out. Oh, why don't you check your cameras? And the thing is, you sign in the book, everything. And I've signed in the book. This is the times where I've signed in the book that this has happened. And I get calls from the head honcho like, oh, they said you didn't do this. And they expect me, oh, well, that's why you take pictures. I shouldn't have to take pictures to prove that I did my job. I shouldn't have to be babysat like that. I'm grown. I'm grown and I'm not going to take no pictures. You either going to believe me or you're not. But I, I put my two week notice in so it really don't matter whatever they say or however they say it, when they said it. It really don't matter because those cowards will never say nothing to my face. Ever. Ever. So that <laughs> that alone is one of the most corniest things that make me want to quit this job. So we went over the boss's lying that he didn't do no work. And it's just like you don't you don't you get mad because they you don't want any you don't want any pallets in the back, but you order too much stuff and you know the person who orders the stuff orders too much stuff. You're not doing anything about it, so they keep ordering more stuff. And then you want to get mad at the merchandisers for not having enough space to put their stuff out on the front. And then you want to call people at five o'clock in the morning. Hey. And the thing is, they'll call that they'll call somebody at five o'clock in the morning two or three days after you've done that, after you've done your job. They'll call two or three days after. That's the screwed up part. Another thing I got real tired of because I remember a couple weeks ago I was working at this Walmart. And there is a man there is a manager who just showed me how low how low ball of a leadership person he is. I would never trust him. I would never trust him with anything because this is how childish he is. And this is how lazy he is and the lazy as as his employees are. And this is why he'll possibly never be. I don't know what he does outside of Walmart. I really don't care. But as a businessman and as a leader and as a man with, with testosterone and testicles, you lack that. He lacks that. I came into work. You know, doing my regular degular, signed in the book, clocked in on time, whatnot, whatever. And there's a box of water. I forgot what kind of water. I really don't care. There's a box of water sitting on the floor for three days, right? Three days. 
I was off for two. I was off for. No, no, no. I was off for one day. I believe I forget. I was off whenever the incident happened. No, 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 no. I had two days off, and the one day I worked or something. I was based. I wasn't there for three days. Okay, I wasn't there for three days. I'm not gonna try to figure this out. I wasn't there for three days, right? So he comes up to me and he's like, "Well, uh, I don't know if it was you or somebody else. You you wanted to assume it was me." Because I could tell by the stupid look on his face that he wanted to blame me. He was like, yeah, there's a, 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 there's a case of water that's been sitting on the floor for three days. And so uh, yeah, I'm going to need you to pick that up when you get a chance. I'm looking at him like, are you stupid? You waited three whole days to tell me that I need to pick up a, bo- a, a case of water when I wasn't even here? I completely ignored him because I was already working on a pallet. I just said, oh, okay. I just, I just let it go because I really wanted to dog him. I really wanted to check him and tell him how much of a lazy, ignorant person he was and how low of a human being he could be and how ignorant he is for letting that water sit there for three days. You couldn't call the manager like you do all the time, like all his other bosses do all the time at like five o'clock in the morning and tell, oh, yeah, such and such. Left this water on the floor for three days. No, you wanted to wait until I came so I could do some somebody else's lackey work because you didn't have the balls enough to check them about it. That's one of the reasons why I feel like I'm being targeted. Three days? You let that water sit on the floor for three days. And then you all of a sudden want to come up to me And there were merchandisers that came in every single day after me. But you want to target me and you want to tell me, oh, well, I don't know if it was you, but somebody or or somebody else, but uh, somebody left some water. You know, I don't come in on those days. You know, that wasn't me. You know, that was somebody else. You know that. But because you're an ignorant, lazy slob. And you're a bad leader and you hate your life, possibly. Your job sucks. I know that. You want to try to blame me. And so when I'm doing my pallet, like I said, I I completely ignored him because I'm not about to stop what I'm doing just to do something that you could have got done three days ago. Oh, you can wait. You can wait. You waited three whole days. You can wait about an hour or two when I get done finishing this pallet. It ain't going to hurt you because you waited three whole days for that pal- for that water to be sitting on the floor. It, w- it was about to be four. <laughs> it was about to be four because I didn't even recognize the water. I just walked by and you know, I was doing my thing. So you wanted to... And then, okay, so while I'm doing the plot, let me get back to where I was going. I was, uh, I was doing the pallet, right? I was doing the pallet. He going to come out of the back room and he's going to just say, still there. I ignored him, finished my pallet, and then I got done. That, and I slowed down doing my work too. I slowed down. 
because you want to you want to try to walk by and be subliminal. Grow some balls and get some testosterone in your body and be a man. Man, a lot of these, a lot of these, especially these these men, these uh general managers, man, I don't know, yeah, especially these general managers, store store managers, a lot of these low ball managers, they really don't have no balls when it comes to keeping it real. But they want to be, they they think they tough when they call another man or woman at five in the morning and complain about things. You think you're so tough. You think you're so hard because of your job title. When in reality, we all know you hate your life. We all know we hate what you do. You're not doing anything that you're passionate for. So you want to take it out on these employees and you want to take it out on people who are making your store money. Because let's just be real. If Coke, Pepsi, 7-Up, Monster, Mountain Dew, all those extra, all those extra uh, products weren't in your store, you wouldn't be making as much money because let's just be real. Great value is only going to sell for so much. Walmart doesn't want all those really that Walmart really don't want all those extra merchandisers from different companies in their store because they want to they want to sell all their product. Let's just keep it real. But let's just be real. A lot of if Walmart strictly sold only their products, Walmart wouldn't make any money. Walmart wouldn't make any money. That's why you always see display after display getting changed and getting moved and being taken down so much because Walmart wants to put their products, their low budget products, their fake Coca-Cola, their fake Mountain Dew, their fake Dr. Pepper, their generic. You ever had y'all ever y'all ever have a bootleg CD? That's what a lot of Walmart products are. Bootleg name brands. That's what they are. Like, duh. Hello. You know, Walmart got, you know, well, I'm not, I shop at Walmart. I'm not, I'm not saying I'm too good to shop at Walmart, but let's just be real. Some of Walmart's products are just knockoffs of other name brand products. Great value, for instance. A lot of knockoffs. We're not going to go into detail, but come on now. If you've seen Great Value and you've seen top name brand, we're going to see who's who's going to let's just be real. Who's going to sell more, the Great Value version of Dr. Pepper or the original Dr. Pepper? Who's going to sell more, the Great Value version of Mountain Dew or Mountain Dew, the Great Value version of Coke or the actual Coca-Cola? On top of that, Coke's got so many different flavors. Walmart only got come on now. Let's just keep it real. A lot of these a lot of these top name brands are keeping Walmart in business. Because let's just be real. If Coca-Cola had their own store, if Mountain Dew had literally their own grocery store type thing, and they sold just as much as they sold the same things as Walmart, and all these price cutters and all of them. Yeah, you'd lose a lot of money because people are going to be like, oh, well, I can just get I can just go to the I can just go to the Coca-Cola store. I can just go to the Mountain Dew store. I can just go to this store, especially if they can drop the prices just a tad bit because it's at their location and at their store. They would ruin Walmart. 
they would ruin all these other places because they're going to be like, oh, man, the local grocery store Coca-Cola costs this much. But if I go to the Coca-Cola grocery store, it's this much. Hmm. Let's just go over here to make things better because they have exactly what I need here over there. And it's a lot cheaper. Certain things cost a little bit more, but let's just be real. I'm a I'm a Coke addict, not the drug, but the pop. I'm a Coke addict. I'm a Mountain Dew addict. I'm a Dr. Pepper addict. If I go to their store and they have the exact same items over here, they're going to go for what's more affordable. Regardless. Just like a price cutter. People don't shop at price cutter as much because a lot of that stuff is overpriced and you can go to Walmart for cheaper. Just saying. But anyways, I'm not done. <laughs> Tell me why. The other day I get a call from one of the head honchos that's in charge. He tells me, a manager tells me, no, he, he tells me that a manager told him that I had two whole pallets that I didn't put out. Two day, And this is two days after. This is two days after I get done with that store. Because I work two days. I have one day off. Then I work two days and I'm off another two days. I go to this price cutter. That's right near my right, right by the crib. For some reason, by God's grace, and I'm so thankful, I barely had to do anything. The coolers were already filled. I had to put a couple pops in here and there, blah, 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 you know, put a couple Gatorades here, put a couple uh, uh, body armors here. You know, I didn't have to do much. They were out of uh, they had they were out of a lot of I think it was a lot of co diet coke and some Dr Peppers. I fill up the whole thing because for one, it's not much, and for two, you know, it's my last store. I'm about to get in and I'm about to get out and I'm about to leave. I'm not about to stay here all day. I'm about to enjoy my little two days off, so I don't have to deal with these. Ignoranuses. So I make sure that I fill everything out. I sign in the book, clock in the store on time. I fill this, I fill everything I need to fill because I don't want to hear none of these managers' mouths. They or they had they had two full pallets of Dr. Pepper. That I literally couldn't put anywhere. The display that you had for Dr. Pepper was down. It's been down for weeks now. Y'all no longer have that display. So I couldn't take them out to the display and stack them up. There was no room on the shelves. Because I, like I said, I already filled them all the way up. Filled them up. There was nowhere else to put them. There was no, there's literally, there's literally nowhere in that store where I could put them. I even looked. I looked because I was like, okay, there must be a reason why they ordered this much Dr. Pepper. But I forgot in the back of my head, oh, wait, somebody just over-ordered things because the person who over-orders it, their boss who's ahead of them, they get commission for everything that they send to the store. 
And regardless of it gets sent back to the to the company, they get paid. And see the co just say like like Coca Cola, right? They'll have somebody who's in charge of what goes to the stores. They'll make the person who's the store who orders for the store. They'll make them order over order the stores. And when it gets sent back to wherever it came from, Coke loses money. But guess who doesn't lose money? The person who oversent. And I found this out from an employee. Hmm. So the he the big guy can order as much stuff as he wants to the store. And because he's gonna get a bonus. And for a certain amount that he sends out to each store, he gets a he gets a bonus, right? He gets a certain amount. And regardless of how much or how much money the store loses or how much Coke loses or how much whatever, no matter how much Coke takes the L, they don't. So they make it harder for the merchandisers, for the drivers and for the store managers who's ever in charge of the store. They make it harder for them because they don't care. They want that bonus. They want that. They want their salary at top tier. As long as they're getting paid, they could care less who suffers. Let's just keep it real. I know your games. For any of you managers that are listening, I know your games. You can't hide. I know more than what you think. Because I not only do I research, but I ask questions and I ask questions to the right people. And on top of that, I I ask questions to the people that trust me. People who trust you will give you very fair amount of information. Especially if you're trustworthy, you're reliable, and you're loyal. See, loyalty takes you a long way. And I found out how unloyal these head honchos are when it comes to merchandisers. <laughs> Don't worry. Your games won't affect me at all. But that's how it goes. That's how it goes. So anyways, back to the story. Literally nowhere to put the pallets, right? Literally nowhere. So I'm like, okay, for one, I can't put these anywhere. And you can see it. For two... I did my job how I was supposed to do it, did it the right way, signed in the book, signed in the store on my phone. And for three, I even double checked. I literally double checked. I was like, is there, sure, is there no way? I couldn't put it anywhere on the displays that were already, the displays were already full. The little mini ones that they have on the side where they have the extra Cokes and they have the extra Dr. Peppers just sitting on the side. Those were, those were already full. The little side where all the mate like where, where the most of the twelve where all the twelve packs are, all the two liters, all the little you know twelve you know two liters, uh, and all the other ones, the little six packs and eight packs. Those were already full. Well, they weren't full until I made them full. The one the little small ones with the extra Dr. Peppers and stuff, those was already full. I, I, I even put a little, I put like probably, I couldn't even fit a whole, I couldn't even fit more than five on those displays because they were already full. So what do you expect me to do? You expect me to be a bit, you expect me to be Inspector Gadget and, and just 
Start calling around. What do I do with these extra pounds? No, nigga, I'm about to leave. I'm tired. I got to work out. I got things to do. I got a business to run. I'm not about to be here all day playing Inspector Gadget, playing Scooby-Dooby-Doo. Where are you, pallets? Zoinks, gang. We got some pallets we need to put away. No. Nigga, I'm leaving. I'm gone. And it's about to be my, it's my Friday, it's my second Friday. I have two days off. I'm not about to stick around. I did my job. I did what I was supposed to. I even made sure that everything was done. So then I left. There was nowhere to put those pallets where the other pallets were because there is literally no room. That back room is full of stuff that's soon to be expired because the person who's Ordering things orders way too much. So then two days later, guess who gets a call at 5 a.m. saying that I didn't do my job? Let's see, stupid. It's been two days. And let's see, let, let's just keep it real. Uh, I work... Saturday, Sunday, I'm off Monday, then I work Tuesday, Wednesday, and then I'm off Thursday, Friday. So on Thursday and on Friday, the weekend, you expected not to make any sales? Or you expected your shelves not to be almost empty? On Thursday and Friday. And let me remind you, this price cutter is literally next door to the biggest college in Missouri. Well, at least in Springfield. Probably in Missouri. I don't know. But MSU, Missouri State, them Bears. Obviously, there's a lot of college kids who shop there. Obviously, there's a lot of, you know... There's a lot of people who shop at that price cutter. You're close to downtown. You're the closest price cutter to downtown. MSU is right downtown, basically. Like, you're so close to each other. And it's been two days and it's the weekend. Of course people are going to buy pop. Of course, people are going to buy Dr. Peppers and Pepsis and Sprites and whatever else. Of course, they're going to cash out. You know why? Because it's the weekend. So let me break it down for, for, for the liar who lied and said I didn't do my job. On the weekends, people tend to buy more. People tend to buy more on the weekends, so expect your shelves... To not be as full, especially when you're in an area that's convenient for most people who live in that area, who don't have to travel all the way up to Republic on Republic Street to get some popper, who don't have to go all the way on to scenic in the nicer areas, don't have to go all the way to the south side. Some people don't want to go to the price cutter on commercial. They rather go to the one that you accuse me of that I didn't do my job. 
Hmm. So you didn't have any room for me to put them on the shelves. And you made big sales. And so you call somebody at five o'clock in the morning just to say, oh, they didn't do their job. You didn't check your cameras. You didn't ask any of the employees. You didn't ask any of the managers that seen me work. But you want to try to you want to try to call somebody at five in the morning to get somebody fired. Hmm. Interesting. That's that's really that that's what really pushed me. That's what really pushed me to quit this job. Really. On top of that, the last thing I got to say about this. Last thing I got to say is the pay. The pay is absolute garbage. Honestly. For as much as what we do. And as much wear and tear that we have on our cars. And the bullshit that we have to pull up. is garbage. We don't get paid enough because here's the thing, we get reimbursed for mileage, but the mileage isn't anything at all. The more if you want to get paid more mileage, you have to drive more, which puts even more. You put more wear and tear in your car than the mileage is worth. Let's just say that. It This is a good job for somebody who doesn't have car payments. Or who's on their parents insurance or someone else's insurance or who just don't pay bills. This is the, the you would make a lot of money if you did that. But if you have actual adult responsibilities and you have a lot of bills and you have investments and whatnot. It's not healthy for you. It's so much wear and tear on your car that the majority of your paychecks are going to fix your car. See, they only pay you enough as a merchandiser. They only pay you enough to have for car repairs for your outside spending. A lot of these car repairs that I'm having that I've had that I've had to do if I had if I was able to save up that money a lot of stuff that I'm struggling with now wouldn't even be an issue if I knew that the wear and tear was going to be like that I would have definitely questioned working for this place but I'm not going to lie in a way when I first signed up for this job I needed it I'm not ashamed to admit it I needed it because other opportunities just weren't there for me. But now the other things have fallen into place, I no longer need to be here. I no longer want to be here. I have, I've been not wanting to be here for the longest. And I really don't want to wait two extra weeks just for me to not be here. But guess what? 
Guess who don't have a choice? Your boy. You feel me? Like... <laughs> it's like... It makes no sense. Now let me let me tell you something like every like <laughs> with the raise that they want to give us everybody is getting $20 or more except for seasonal and they only want to give us a dollar raise. So just imagine you have rent car payments insurance, gas, and food. Those are five things alone. Now imagine if you have children, you you own a business and you're or you're some type of investor and such and so on. They only want to give the merchandisers a dollar raise. Everyone else is getting $20 and up. It's foul because the trashiest thing about this so-called race I I mean it's it's so garbage. It's so garbage. Even the seasonal people are getting a bigger raise the next year compared to us. The seasonal people would be getting Here's what they here's what they wanted at first. The seasonal people would be getting $2.40 more. We would only be getting a dollar. There's people the raise for the their their year. They're getting paid 190 for the first, you know, the next year, then 75 cents and 75 cents. All these people getting a dollar 90, dollar 40, dollar 20, 105. We couldn't even get 105. And then the and then the next year they want to give us a sixty cent raise, and then the year after that a sixty cent raise. No increase of money on our mileage, no reimbursement for the car damages that we get. No, like, <laughs> are you serious? You want to give me a sixty cent raise for me destroying my car, and on top of that they want to raise. They want to raise our insurance. Then they want to talk about, oh, well, then they only want to settle for 20. The second, the second offer was $20. The first year we get a $1.50 raise. Then the next two years, they want to give us a 45 cent raise. Everyone else is getting 60 55, 50. We couldn't even get 50 cents for a raise. And that's just garbage. That's just garbage. And that's that union. That's that that's that BS union. So we and, and it sucks because here's the thing. 
We already had to pay for our uniforms that came out of our check. We got to pay union fees just to work here. We got to pay for the insurance, which is overpriced. And that comes out of our weekly checks. Not every two weeks, not every month, every single week. On top of saving up for your rent, weekly gas, car repairs, unnecessary car repairs because you drive so much to a bunch of places for no reason. While the head honchos are sitting at the top enjoying their luxury. While these managers at these stores trying to get more of us fired all because they get mad because something didn't go out. When your store is selling and making money, we're making you money. The union doesn't care. The union protects you from getting fired, but the union also rips you off from you being able to live a decent life. Working a nine to five, you'll ne- if you work a if you work a nine to five this day and age, you'll never have a satisfied life. Working a nine to five, a fully satisfied life that you actually deserve, you will never. Unless your nine to five is paying you a couple hundred dollars an hour, or if you're getting paid like 50 an hour, whatever nine to five that is, oh, you're probably going to have to have a degree for that or something. (laughs) You'll never be satisfied. You'll never be happy. Some people, we're supposed to have some meeting today about the pay raise. And I'm going to speak my mind. I'm going to be polite and I'm going to be cordial. I don't need to show up to that meeting because, like I said, I already put in my two-week notice. But I'm going to speak up for the employees who are too afraid to speak up. And if they don't take me seriously, I might just leave. I don't care. I really don't. We don't get paid enough here. We don't get respected enough here. And it's like, me personally, I refuse to to be here. I refuse to be somewhere where I'm being degraded and treated bad. There's a lot of pros to working at Coke. And being a merchandiser. But there's more cons than anything. And the biggest con. The biggest con. Are these store managers. And the union. The union and these store managers are the biggest con artists. There is. Maybe if you treated your workers better and maybe if you provided more security than somebody getting fired. How about this union? When a store manager calls somebody at five in the morning to try to get an employee fired. Instead of being like, oh, we'll protect you from getting fired. How about this? No, we'll protect you from being framed from something that you did do. And that you didn't do. So instead of the union Just basically having my back from being fired. They need to be like, yo, you know what? He didn't do his job, you said. Pull up the cameras. 
Let's see, let's see what really happened. That's what the union should do. The union don't give a damn about you. The union don't give a damn about nobody but them. And the people who talk to the union, most of them are cowards because they don't want to offend the union like this. Somebody who works at Pepsi, they told me there's a person who's, who talks to the union for the employees at Pepsi, but they don't want to speak up because they'll be, oh, well, I don't want to offend the union. You don't even work for the union. You work for Pepsi. You're a representation of every employee at Pepsi. And what you're representing is cowardly, no nuts, or testosterone. How do I know it's a man or a male? Because I know, I was told. This union don't care. This union do not care. The only thing that you, you're, why should I have to pay an employee just to remain an employee? Shouldn't you be paying me for me working? So I had to work 60 days just for y'all to take out at least $100 of my check out every week so I can pay for insurance, which I needed, but now I don't because... It was pointless for me to sign up for insurance because if I knew I was going to quit this soon, I never would have signed up for it. So you're basically taking about almost about $100 off my check just so I can work for you. And on top of that, the price of union fees and insurance, wait, the price of uh, insurance is going to go up. When if if we get a raise or not, basically, I mean they're obviously they're gonna give us a raise, but the little sixty cents, that's not gonna do nothing for how much this insurance is going up. The insurance is going up so much that we're basically losing money per hour for working at the job. Uh, uh, what kind of what kind of sense does that make? So we're paying. We're getting paid to be underpaid and working just to lose money? What? I don't get it. I don't want to get it. All I know is I'm done. Where I live is hiring full time. And I get 25% off my rent. I'm getting paid much less, but at the same time, I'll have more time to do wholesale real estate and I'll have more time to do my fitness business, work on getting my personal trainer certification and being stress-free. And I will definitely have 10 billion less car problems than I will working for Coke, being a merchandiser. Like I said, I'm grateful that this job came through because I needed the money. I'm thankful for whoever hired me. I'm thankful for the opportunity that I got to get my money up. But I have to respect myself. I have to respect myself and who I am as a man. And I have to face reality 
that I'm getting ripped off and all these other people are too. And I got to do what's best for me. And what's best for me is taking less money so I can provide more opportunity for myself. I'm taking less money so that way the opportunity can rise. Because sometimes you got to take less money just so your opportunities. Because sometimes when you take more money, the less time you have for opportunity. But once you settle for less sometimes when it comes to money, because not all money is good money. Sometimes when you settle for less for certain things, you let other opportunities rise so you can get to a better and more happy space. And that's exactly what I'm doing. I had a guy, I don't even know why I told him, but I put my two-week notice in. He said, why? I'm like, because I'm going to be able to get 25% off my rent. He's like, well, that's not no reason for to quit. Yes, it is. I'm saving more money than you. I got less car. I got I got less I got less damage on my car than yours. I got to deal with I got to deal with less BS than you. I'm enjoying my I'm more happy with what I do more than you. So I really wanted to tell him, but I didn't. People think that all oh, the job that pays the most money is the best for you and it's really not. A lot of times the jobs that pay the mess, the 9 to 5s that pay the most are going to treat you the dirtiest. Especially if it's not one of those nine to fives where you have a degree and they see like, oh, well, yeah, he's definitely that guy. Or you have a certification of some point where they'll be like, oh, yeah, we need to pay him. See, if I, if Springfield had a place where they needed a kickboxing instructor full time, Trust and believe. <laughs> Trust and believe I would have been and got hired. And I would be able to get the pay that I deserve because of my certification and qualifications. But since, you know, it's just a regular nine to five and they don't care about your certifications a lot. Certain certifications don't mean much. There's people with master's degrees who got stuck working at McDonald's or who got stuck working at Walmart. I remember there was a woman I used to work with at TGI Friday. She had the she had some type of four-year degree from some college, and she was legit. And it was legit. Well, the certification was, but her job wasn't hiring or wasn't either wasn't hiring or wasn't paying enough. And so she was stuck at TGI Fridays. There's people with four-year degrees in a lot of things, eight-year degrees. And a whole lot of things. And guess what? They stuck working at Coca-Cola. They stuck working at Walmart. They stuck working at Price Cutter. They stuck working at some job that has no meaning or that has no benefit to where they got their certification or degree. And me working at Coke, like I said, I'm thankful that I got to work there. I'm thankful that... I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I really came up a little bit off coke. But my certification means nothing. I should be getting paid a lot more because of the certification that I have. Because of the experience on my resume that I have, I should be getting paid a lot more than what I am. Because not only because I deserved it, but because I earned it. And you can ask my references 
They'll vouch for me. Trust and believe that. I may not have managed my own company. I may not have been a store manager at Walmart, Price Cutter, any of those other places that I worked. But I've managed my own business. I've managed my own business for years. Shoot, to be honest, I started a business when I was in kindergarten. Buy, sell, and trade. Toys. Buy, buying, selling, and trading. Literally. And I didn't even know it was a business. And I was making, I was, you know, obviously I wasn't making like no big bucks. But I was making some money for, for a kid that didn't get allowance. I didn't even realize how business savvy I was until I got older. And I'm like, dang, I was really, it started off buy, selling, and trading. Then when I got to high school, selling candy. That's why they said, call me Candyman. Not because of that damn movie. I hate when people say, oh, it's because of that movie you look just like. No, I don't. I don't look anything like that man. Then I went from podcasting. Now, a, a, a CEO of A1 Games. Now I'm doing this whole set. Well, I've done so many business moves and I'm a better businessman than a lot of these managers that I've either worked for or witnessed. I'm better than them. And that's why a lot of people didn't want to hire me as a manager because they're like, oh, well, you don't have the you don't have the experience we're looking for. No, I have the experience that's better than what you're looking for. You just don't want to pay me because I'm a successful black man who escaped basically all your st statistics. Let's just keep it real now. But yeah, I'm about to get ready to go to this meeting that I really shouldn't show up to because, you know, I'm trying to enjoy my little day off before I have to go in two days, two more days. But this is the real spill about why I put my two-week notice in for Coke. What's up, everybody? It's Gina Payne from Let's Talk About It, the show where no subject is off limits. You can catch us everywhere, Fridays on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Anchor. And we're coming to YouTube real soon. Go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Let's, with two S's, talk about it, underscore. So without further ado, you are now listening to Candyman TV. Let's get into the show. What's the deal? It's your boy, Chris Childs, a.k.a. Young Light Skin Hokage, business mogul entrepreneur, artist slash shoe customizer. You can find me at underscore Chris Childs on social media or www.shopchrischilds.com. And you tuned into the candy shop. Yeah, dig. <laughs> 